Carlton Veers reporting, Patrick Shaw Sr. was shot and killed early Friday evening, and so far, police have not made an arrest. Officers were called to 788 Foster Street, that's near Webb Banks Park, where they found Shaw outside of the residence with a gunshot wound to the torso. Shaw was pronounced dead at the scene. Witnesses gave police a description of a car that left that scene, and it was located along with two men at a nearby convenience store. Officers detained Devante Dixon and Sean Douglas after they found a stolen handgun and marijuana in the car. Neither have been charged with the shooting but were arrested on illegal drugs and weapons charges. If you have information that can lead to the person who shot Patrick Shaw Sr., contact Crime Stoppers at 772-CASH. Friday, police said they, said they want Melvin Watkins Holloway, 46. They say... Holloway is the driver of the car that struck and killed Robert Jones on October the 5th. Jones, 72, was hit while walking to work on Thomas Street. It happened about dawn. He, did, he died a few days later while still in the hospital. Police Chief Barry Debole said officers believe they located the car Holloway was driving and subsequent to the incident sold. Holloway is charged with leaving the scene of an accident, tampering with evidence, and driving on a revoked driver's license. If you know where police can find Melvin Watkins Holloway, call 772-CASH. Late last week, we learned there is a company interested in reopening the now long-shuttered Haywood Park Hospital. Dr. Bo Braden, who leads Braden Healthcare based in Florida, has made the pitch to county government's leaders. Thursday, Mayor David Livingston and County Attorney Michael Banks convinced the Haywood County School Board, the present owner of the hospital and its 30-acre campus, to declare the property surplus, paving the way to a deal with Braden. Things are moving quickly. The Industrial Development Board of the City of Brownsville and Haywood County will hold a special call meeting tomorrow to consider the request for the approval of the documents for the implementation of a payment in lieu of tax economic development incentive for Braden Health. The meeting is at 8 a.m. and will be conducted via Zoom. You can see the link at brownsvilleradio.com and also on the county's website if you'd like to attend that meeting via Zoom. Tonight's Haywood County Commission meeting could be interesting. Mayor David Livingston wants to reclassify concentrated animal feedlots, also known as CAFOs, to heavy industrial. The new classification, the mayor says, is legal and takes CAFOs out of agricultural zoning rules into industrial regulations, mitigating ag's onerous rules prohibiting more strenuous regulations. The mayor will also propose, according to the agenda, an economic advancement committee. The committee's work, the agenda states, will be to seek a, quote, wholesale or reduced gasoline retailer, end quote. The commission meets tonight at 6 at the Justice Complex. The meeting will be live-streamed on brownsvilleradio.com. You just go to our homepage. You'll see the place to click to the stream in the blue bar. The White House has quietly told Tennessee that a statewide mask mandate must be implemented to curb its growing spread of COVID-19. The White House and Governor Bill Lee did not discuss the recommendations publicly before a report emerged in a records request that was first reported by WUOTFM. Lee has let counties decide whether to require masks in public. The report takes the strongest tone to date in urging Tennessee to act, though Lee has made it clear for months that he does not think masks should be required across the state. 
The White House did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Sixteen residents and one staff member have died due to COVID-19 outbreak at a nursing home in East Tennessee. The Knoxville News Sentinel reports that more than two-fifths of the Heritage Center's residents have tested positive for the new coronavirus. Meanwhile, a fourth of the residents who have tested positive have died. According to information provided by the nursing home, 46 residents have recovered. One resident remains at the hospital. Separately, 43 staff members have recovered after testing positive for the disease in that one East Tennessee nursing home. And Governor Bill Lee is calling for the temporary suspension of negative consequences for Tennessee schools and teachers related to student tests for the current school year due to adjustments and disruptions to learning caused by the COVID-19 outbreak. Governor said Friday that while student testing will continue, he wants to, quote, alleviate any burdens, end quote, associated with teacher evaluations and school accountability for the 2021 school year. Now down to 83 active cases. Haywood County's COVID-19 continues an improving trend that started last week, according to the state's reporting, even as Tennessee returns to the national spotlight spotlight as a hotbed for the virus. When we last reported Friday, there were 102 active cases in Haywood County. The COVID warning system, COVID Act Now, places Haywood County as 28th in the state for daily new cases. That's a big improving number as well. Crockett County's troubles continue to mount, however. Crockett now ranked number two in the state for daily new cases. Just looking around the area, Dyer Dyer County's at number four. Lauderdale County now ranked at number six. And neighboring Hardeman County at number 21. County Commission meeting tonight, 6 o'clock. 